This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Thursday, January the 5th, 2023. Uh, we got some blue skies today. Still a little bit chilly, though. It's uh, only going to top out at about 44, but hey, it is January 5th after all. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and put your email address in there. We'll uh, shoot you out an email when a new episode is made available. Hope you're having a great uh, week, first week of 2023. These are your top five headlines for this Thursday. Let's start off with headline number five. California ban on about 70,000 diesel trucks takes effect. The move will provide another setback in an already disastrous supply chain crisis. San Francisco Gate, the final rule in a set of regulations adopted 15 years ago, takes effect this week, banning some 70,000 big rigs from California roads. A set of clean air regulations implemented by the California Air Resources Board, CARB, in 2008 and later signed into law as Senate Bill No. 1, states that any diesel vehicles weighing over 14,000 pounds and built before 2010 are banned from operating on California roads as of January 1st, 2023. Overdrive, an analysis from Rig Dig Business Intelligence, found 75,951 unique VINs for 2007 and 2009 model year trucks with some level of activity in California over the last five years, including registrations and inspections. All right, so this is the... This is the ideology of the lunatic left. This is Newsom's ideas that just create more problems with the state of California. They've already got a supply chain crisis, and they just want to add more problems to the flows of the supply chain. It's all based on this climate ideology, this radical far-left ideology, and California is leading the way, leading the way into disaster leading the way to show us what it looks like when progressives run states and governments as they are dictated by their far-left ideology. And uh, we're going to see. We're going to see the results banning big trucks in a state like California with its huge economy that's connected to the U.S. Just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All right, headline number four. Cubans flee to South Florida to escape communism. Encounters went from two per day in 2020 to 17 currently. From the Associated Press, more than 500 Cuban immigrants have come ashore in the Florida Keys since this weekend, the latest in a large and increasing number who are fleeing the communist island and stretching thin U.S. border agencies both on land and at sea. It is a dangerous 100-mile trip in often rickety boats. Unknown thousands have perished over the years, but more Cubans are taking the risk amid deepening and compounding political and economic crises at home. CBS, regardless of the risks, 
Migrants are showing up in droves to South Florida, and according to U.S. Border Patrol, the Miami sector has seen a 400% increase in migrant encounters since October 1st, 2022. Okay, so if you ever thought communism was such a great idea around the world, places like Russia, which has returned to the old ways, the CCP, Cuba, North Korea, if communism was so great, then why are so many people risking their lives to come to the United States for freedom? That's the question. What do you think? So the progressives, all the ideologues, all the young people that have been indoctrinated in the universities, haven't looked at history, don't look at with eyes wide open to what's happening around the world in communist countries. They don't understand that socialism is the gateway to totalitarian dictatorships. And just look at what's happening in Cuba. People are running away from those countries. So to think that socialism and communism is a great idea, a dream ideology, a dream of a society, you better look again because the facts do not show that communism works. It's been a failure. A hundred million plus people have died in the name of communism. And Cuba, just south of our border of Florida, is a prime example of why people are fleeing a communist country. Think about that in the new year. All right, headline number three. Biden announces his first ever visit to southern border. It is about time you decided to see the fruits of your labor firsthand, Mr. President. Katie Pavlich, during an infrastructure event in Kentucky Wednesday, President Joe Biden confirmed to reporters he intends to visit the U.S.-Mexico border ahead of a trip to Mexico City next week. President Joe Biden has never visited the southern border, despite being a politician in Washington, D.C. and on Capitol Hill for nearly 50 years. For two years, Democrats, Biden and his administration have adamantly rejected calls for a visit. In fact, three weeks ago, Biden said he had better things to do. From NBC News, a trip to the border would come as House Republicans are poised to ramp up oversight of the Biden administration with a particular focus on the border. It is absolutely shameful that the president of the United States has not visited the southern border in the last two years. It's, it's a crime. It's tyranny. It is a national security issue. This president and its vice president have dereliction of duty. They failed to protect the American people in our southern border. It's an invasion. They're more concerned about the Ukrainian border than they are about our own southern border. The opioid crisis, the drug trafficking, the sex trafficking, the human trafficking, the debt servitudes. The cartel rules the southern border on both the north and the southern side in the U.S. They rule it. And this administration has turned a blind eye. That is the reality. And I just hope that uh, when he gets down there, he really takes a really hard look at what's going on. And he talks to the Border Patrol agents. And he sees the carnage down there that's taken place since they've opened these borders. It's horrendous. You have to dig deep to find the truth of the southern border because you're not going to hear it in the mainstream media. But it's an absolute mess. Thank God the Republicans are going to take the majority here as soon as they get the speakership settled and they can get down to business 
and fix that southern border because it is a complete disaster. All right, headline number two, Walgreens, CVS to stock shelves with abortion pill. Life News, Walgreens and CVS will sell the abortion drug that has killed millions of babies. Leading pro-life groups are expected to launch national boycotts, urging every pro-life American to boycott these companies immediately until they stop selling the dangerous abortion pills. Their decision comes after the Biden administration decided yesterday to allow pharmacies to sell the dangerous abortion drug that has killed millions of babies and injured thousands of women. Previously, mifepristone could only be dispensed by clinics, medical offices, and hospitals are under the supervision of a licensed physician. All right, this is, uh, this is your far-left uh, government. This is your far-left uh, radicals that uh, think that they can just circumvent the the ideas around the Supreme Court's decision, putting uh, abortion pills in, in every state in the country, even the states that don't allow for abortions. This is what, this is what you have with the, the ideologues of the far left, which includes the Biden administration, because he's the one that approved of this measure. So I hope that uh, if you uh, attend CVS or Walgreens that you uh, – Go somewhere else. Look for another pharmacy. There's more than one. And if you believe in pro-life and you want to oppose these ideas coming from these pharmaceutical stores, then uh, vote with your feet. Go to a different location to pick up your, your pharmaceutical drugs or whatever you do when you shop at these facilities. All right, headline number one, vote for House Speaker adjoined for second straight day. Wall Street Journal, the House voted to adjourn until Thursday at noon after a lively and contentious vote Wednesday night. The House voted 216 to 214 with all Democrats and four Republicans voting against breaking to pause voting until Thursday. When the House meets again, it will hold the seventh round of votes for Speaker. CBS, little changed on Wednesday except McCarthy lost one more vote, a Republican who switched from supporting him to present. McCarthy had suggested Tuesday night that he might prevail with a lower majority, and if some of the 19 holdouts were to vote present, he could win. But it's unlikely he wanted to lose a vote. Democrats remained united behind Representative Hakeem Jeffries as he remained strong with all 212 Democratic votes on all six ballots. Okay, so uh, again, this is uh, this is good. At least somebody's debating over there in the Congress. At least they're they're uh, doing what our founding fathers hoped that they would do—that they would get together and discuss the issues rather than just vote in lockstep like the Democrats do. They don't even discuss it. They just follow whatever the leader says, and they all vote together. That sounds like uh, China or a communist country. If you get out of line, then they throw you in the gulags. That's the next thing that will happen here if it continues this way. So let them, let them discuss. Let them work it out. It's, you know, it's, uh, the political process is like sausage making. Eventually, they'll come to some consensus. They'll get some movement. They can't keep spending like they do. They can't just pass these omnibus bills at the end of the year, drop it in their laps with two or three days to decide. They stuff it with all kinds of programs that – American people don't support, and they don't give them a time and a chance to debate it on the floor. 
So this is what it's all about. It's not about the, the individual. It's about making changes in how the government is, is run to address the issues that are so blatantly in our face, like the southern border, like all the censorship going on through Twitter we found out about, and a number of other things, spending, 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 printing, printing, printing money, inflation, $31 trillion plus dollars in debt. These are the things that are going to destroy our country. And every one of those politicians are responsible for where our country has ended up. So let them debate it. Let them figure it out. And then let them go to work and really uh, get in there and make some changes and put the kibots on this Biden administration because they've made a complete mess in these last two years. And the progressives are they're going to continue to march on unless somebody stands up against them. So let the debates begin, and let's get this new year kicked off uh, in, a f- in a fury. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday, January the 5th, 2023. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.